Bye now. Traversing the fields of geekdom. How about new? Uh, Climbing the mountain of pop culture. Who wants to play video games? Oh. And defeating the dark lord of social media. It's The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. Welcome to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. The Geek Show is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook. Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. And yes, how is everybody doing on this Saturday? Uh, if this is your first time listening to The Geek Show, first of all, welcome. It's a show where we take a break from all the news, all the politics, all the yelling, all the screaming, election season. Push that aside. Let's talk about some fun things. Video games, movies, TV shows, a little bit of everything. That's what you get on The Geek Show. Like I said, if this is your first time for The Geek Show, the show is broken down like this. We start off the show with the news of the week. I have some interesting news in the world of social media, in headphones, and with Walmart. Very, very interesting there. Then we take a break and we get back. We talk about movies, what I saw over Labor Day weekend and all the news that's happening in the world of movies. Then we take a break, come back after news for Corey's Tech Corner, where we talk about the latest and greatest in the technological world. And then we end the show with the top five list of the week, which is the top five most important pieces of audio that I think you should be aware of since the last Geek Show. But let's get into the news of the week, and let's start off with Bose. You may not be aware of this, but uh, it was Back in December, I want to say, is when I first noticed that it was blowing up, and that is headphones. One of the companies that I think, well, me personally, has the best headphones in regards to quality is Bose. I have Bose headphones. They are uh, noise-canceling wireless ones, and I've had them for over five years now, and they still are killer. Uh, I watch them. I use them mainly for movies and games just because I really appreciate the sound quality of all of this stuff. Well, if you haven't noticed, Apple released their uh, AirPods, I think it was a couple years ago, and that's the new hot thing. I give it to Apple on that. They released a product for the first time in a while that people want to imitate, and you're going to be seeing, if not already, a bunch of imitators of different sort of AirPod or uh, basically uh, earbuds for your headphones using Bluetooth. So you can just put them in your ear, you don't have to worry about wires, and you don't have to worry about it covering up your whole face uh, like regular headphones would. Well, Bose announced this week $279 for the Quiet Comfort earbuds and $179 for the Sport earbuds. Really cool. Uh, if it's one thing, like I said, I give it to Bose. They are known for quality. So so I think that the other companies like Apple and Samsung are going to keep an eye on Bose. Uh, Apple right now, I believe their product is, if not the same price, just a tad bit cheaper than Bose. But Bose is known for their quality, and I, I'll be curious to see how they work out. I personally, I have my big Bose headphones that I watch for movies. And then for mobile stuff and my tablet, I have my uh, Apple AirPods, which I give full credit to Greg Batten on that. He got some AirPods and he got me hooked on it. I'm typically not a person who likes to go out and buy Apple products just because I find them so boring. Yes, I'm one of those guys. But uh, yeah, I give Apple credit on that one. They designed a really good product. Uh, the only thing is sometimes I have issues with it falling out of my ear. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see as this continues forward, if this is a trend that will continue to move on and if we'll get smaller and smaller earpieces and maybe eventually lead to where we can implant a uh audio source into our heads and we can just jack into the music uh -huh. next up is 
social media. Okay, this one's not fun to talk about, but I want parents to be aware of it. Uh, TikTok has been racing since last week uh, to stop the spread of a gruesome video. So TikTok is currently trying to remove graphic videos circulating the app that show a man shooting himself with a gun and banning accounts from people who are uploading the clip. They said our systems are have been automatically detecting and flagging these clips for violating our policies against content that displays, praises, glorifies, or even promotes suicide. We are banning accounts that repeatedly try to upload clips, and we appreciate our community members who have reported content and warned others against watching it. So a lot of the big uh, TikTok stars have been coming out and saying, hey, there's a video going around, do not watch it. Uh, if it's one thing that kids should never see, anyone should ever see, is somebody hurting themselves. And what's sad about the world of social media is that when something controversial comes out, you're going to get a bunch of people who want to take advantage of it and help spread that. And that's kind of the weird world social media is in. They have so many videos that are uploaded every day that it's hard to catch all of them. And when stuff like this happens, everybody points their fingers at these big tech companies and say, ah, see, you're wrong. And I got to be honest, as much as I'm uh, let's keep an eye on these big tech companies, this one, I, I kind of give it to them because literally I think YouTube has daily like years worth of video are uploaded all the time. And it's hard for humans to constantly see that stuff and approve it or disprove it. So it's out there. If your kids use TikTok, you might just want to talk to them. And as always, there's always help out there if you're ever feeling uh, down, depressed, or suicidal. Next up, Walmart. In something that didn't surprise me at all, uh, last week there was the announcement that the uh, FAA, I believe it was the FAA, uh, approved Amazon to start doing drone delivery services in a bigger sense than what they've been doing. Well, Walmart announced this week that they are beginning testing drone deliveries for household goods and groceries. That's not a big surprise for me. I'm just curious to see how this grows. You know, uh, we already have people, and I'm not trying to slam you. I'm just, you know, if you listen to The Geek Show, that we are a show of science, and I support science above all. But we have people who choose not to wear masks. And I feel like there is a group of people that think, just like the 5G uh, thing that, oh, it's really there to make us sick, that there are going to be people who don't like drones flying over their house. And I'm curious to see, as we slowly make this a bigger and bigger thing, if we're going to see more instances of people shooting down drones in order to take packages and what kind of security precautions we can do for it. I don't know. We'll have to keep an eye on that. But I think, obviously, with COVID, the world is changed, and it will change in a different way forever. I don't think we're ever going to go back to the normal. And by normal, I mean, like, to where everything is perfectly fine and happy. I think we've all adapted a bit, and I think that we're going to change our habits just a little bit. I think we'll, without a doubt, be able to all go back to bars and hang out and go to concerts and stuff. But things are going to change. I'll be curious to see if uh, COVID is going to, post-COVID, if we're going to still... Uh, have the same sense of working at going to work because I know a lot of places are like, hey, this kind of working at home thing works. So we'll keep an eye on that. But uh, obviously with people staying at home and COVID, drones are a great way to deliver products to people without having to worry about spreading diseases. At the same time, that's going to kill the uh, shipping services, UPS, FedEx, the USPS. Uh, next up, this one's cool. Verizon will now let you watch NFL games for free with three of your friends. So 
Uh, as you know, and I know a lot of people don't want to, and like I said, it's totally fine. This is just my personal opinion on this stuff. Uh, but with COVID-19, a lot of people are following the rules and they don't want to go hang out with their buds to watch the NFL games as they happen. Well, Verizon announced that they are launching a new feature on its Yahoo Sports app called Watch Together. You can watch live stream NFL games with up to three of your friends over video chat. You won't need to be a Verizon customer to watch games for free, but you will need to watch on your smartphone or tablet, mainly because of streaming rights. There are companies that have different rights for everything, what goes on TV, what goes on streaming. So if you have friends and you want to uh, enjoy the football game together but don't want to uh, spread or uh, even give a chance to give COVID to each other, this is a great way where you could just hang out at home with video chat up, you can have the game and you you and your friends can chat. I think it's cool. Uh, finally, before we take a break and go, uh, got some really interesting movie news. Uh, Google's phone app is coming to more devices, but they're going to do something really cool. So Google has announced a new verified call feature for its phone app. F the phone app, by the way, is uh, basically it's installed on everybody's Android phone when you get it. Uh, or any non-Apple phone. Uh, there's a little button at the bottom that says phone, and you click on that and you make your call. That's the Google phone. Well, they're introducing this new feature, and it's coming from Google. Uh, so according to Google, this app, what it will do is, I don't know about you, but I get a ton of calls from people that I don't know who they are. I'm like, oh, I don't know this person. They're not in my contacts. I'm just going to not answer it. And they never leave a message. Well, with verified calls... Google will, when people are calling your phone, it will ping Google servers, and if these companies sign up, uh, it will tell your phone, hey, this is a verified caller, this is who it is, and this is most likely what they're calling you about. Like, hey, you got a bill you need to pay, or hey, there's something wrong with your service. And I think that's awesome. I think businesses will be able to use that so they don't have to worry about people not picking up on them or hanging up on them or picking up and then hanging up. I mean, lots of different things. The only thing that worries me, and I'm pulling out my tinfoil hat conspiracy theory, Corey, here, is that uh, they said in the audio or no, in the in the story that the call has to go to a Google server and then it tells you the person uh, that they're calling who's calling and whatnot. So just conspiracy theory, Corey says, well, when it pings to Google and, uh, you know, to get that information, is Google's server then recording everything you're talking about? I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm a little too crazy in regards to big tech companies, but as I always talk and preach on this show, uh, we got to be careful because tech companies have a lot more information on us than you are aware of, and we have to stay uh, above that and beat it because as soon as you give away your freedoms it goes away and that's that's technology for you so with that you guys we're going to take a break when we get back we're going to talk about movie news we got some sad news someone passed away but we also have some interesting news in the world of movies this is the geek show on 1470 and 100.3 w heights Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. Okay, let's talk about some movie news and TV show news, but we got to start off with some sad news, and that is British actress Diana Riggs recently passed away on Thursday She at the age of 82. She is best known for her roles in the 1960s spy series The Avengers and more recent in Game of Thrones. Also, she was in James Bond. 
Uh, but I want to give a shout out to her because in Game of Thrones, she is in a scene and I was going to play it and then explaining it all is way too much and too complicated. And uh, basically, there's a scene where she is her character is going to die because she lost and she was going to be poisoned. And in her death, she was able to uh, reveal a secret that's been hidden from this main guy who took her who beat her. And it, it's just one of the classic scenes in that even though you think one guy won, she really won in the end. And it's one of the most beautifully shot scenes and one of my personal favorite scenes in any TV show ever, maybe even movies. It's just a powerful, powerful scene. So my wishes to all best wishes to all of her family and friends who are mourning her loss and to Diana Riggs, wherever you are on your next journey in life, I wish you the best. Uh, but let's go from there into some movie news. Let's talk about some fun things. Um, we got some interesting things happening in the world of movies. Um, a quick recap from, gosh, Labor Day. It was a weird one. Uh, Mulan came out digitally, which a lot of people were curious how it is. We don't know yet. The reviews are actually pretty bad. A lot of people said that the movie wasn't that good. But uh, we won't know streaming numbers, and we won't know if it was a huge success to do it digitally for a while because... Disney owns the rights to their numbers, so we may never know how much money they made off of Mulan when they released it digitally. You can buy it on on Disney Plus. You have to have the streaming service, and then on top of that, you have to pay thirty dollars to watch it. So hopefully, they'll reveal numbers soon, and that will be a big eye opener. Uh, Tenet opened up over the weekend, also in the United States, and it only made ten million dollars, which, in all honesty, is not good. And I'll be curious to see. Uh, moving forward, if we're going to slowly get back into a bunch of these movies and theaters, or if there's going to be a hybrid system for right now, I fear that in the wintertime, this disease might get worse, but uh, hopefully movie theaters can adapt to it and that movies can still keep getting made. I watched a lot of things over Labor Day weekend, and I gotta give and I gotta give a shout out to two of them. One is the Netflix movie. I'm thinking of ending things. It is a beautifully beautifully made movie aesthetically it's beautiful the story is beautiful it is very artsy and by that i mean uh you have to interpret a lot of what you see so you may watch that film and at the end be like what the heck did i just watch i would recommend you read into it a little more beforehand or even after if you want uh to get a better idea of what you're watching i thought it was just a stunningly amazingly beautiful movie uh, that was brought to you by Charlie Kaufman, I believe is his name. He directed The Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, and he returned with this movie after years of hiatus. And then I'm starting to really get into the show The Vow, which is on uh, HBO, and it is a fascinating look into the cult of the Nexus, I believe it's called. I think it's the Nexus, but uh, fantastic show. There's three episodes out right now on HBO. I highly recommend it. But let's get into some interesting movie news. The cloned Tyrone deadline reports that Jamie Foxx, alongside uh, John Bogega, is signed up for the clone of Tyrone. It's an upcoming sci-fi film at Netflix from director Jewel Tyler. The story is about following a series of eerie events that thrust an unlikely uh, duo into the trail of a nefarious government conspiracy. I hope there's clones involved. If so, I'm in. I like Jamie Foxx. I loved, like John Boyega. And Netflix has been doing some really good stuff with Jamie Foxx. So 
It'll be interesting to see. Uh, speaking to Forbes, Ridley Scott stated that it's doubtful that future films in the Alien franchise will revisit characters, themes, and ideas introduced in either Prometheus or Alien Covenant. Uh, thank you. Uh, that show, if there's any movie series that should be made, it's Alien. And I think that that show and that movie and that series needs a reboot because I'm tired of Prometheus where they didn't really answer anything. And I'm tired of the just the Alien 6, Alien 7. Let's get something new. Stop uh, leaning so heavily on like Sigourney Weaver and all of that. Uh, next up, due to COVID-19 concerns, Deadline reports that production on Sci-Fi's upcoming Child's Play, the new Chucky TV series, has been delayed to 2021. Uh, AMC has released a fantastic trailer for a new anthology series brought to you by the people who did Black Mirror, which is one of my favorite TV shows of all time, about a corporation promising to hook you up with a mathematically calculated soulmate. It's called Soulmates, and it comes out on October 5th. I highly recommend you check that one out if you like sci-fi. Uh, don't look up. Jennifer Lawrence and Rob Morgan have been cast as two low-level astronomers forced to go on a press tour to warn mankind of an extinction-level comet in Adam McKay's upcoming Netflix film, Don't Look Up. That'll be interesting to see, especially in the world that we're in right now. Uh, how would you go about talking about that? Uh, this one makes no sense to me at all. Uh, Robocop, they, they, in a recent interview with Movie Hole, that is a terrible name for a podcast or website, Movie Hole, Robocop screenwriter Ed Nearman revealed he's working on a prequel series focusing on the life of the, the officer. And my only question is, so you're making a cop show without Robocop, that's not really a Robocop show. I mean, the whole thing with Robocop is that he's half man, half robot. So I don't know. I just thought it was funny and weird that he's just basically announcing he's directing a cop show. Uh, next up, Sylvester Stallone is releasing a director's cut of Rocky Four in honor of its, I think it's 25th anniversary. And he released some new footage. Uh, he plans to remove a lot of stuff and add scenes that were cut to make it a more wholesome movie. He says uh, that people should look forward to it. He's going to be releasing it later this year. Uh, I don't know. I kind of lost interest with after Rocky Four. Uh, of course, I went back to the Creed series, which I cannot recommend enough. But I'll be curious to see it when that comes out. Uh, sad news in the world of TV. The Walking Dead is officially dead. Season 11 will be its last season, and they'll be wrapping things up. But don't worry, you can still get your zombie fix, as there's two other series on Amazon, or not on Amazon, on AMC, involving the Walking Dead universe. And, of course, they're working on a couple movies set in the Walking Dead universe also. I'm curious. Uh, I feel like zombies are kind of dead right now. They were really high in popularity, and then they disappeared. Uh, my interest in the show lost after season three because it got really, really weird. And finally, this one is fascinating to me. Sasha Baron Cohen has apparently secretly shot and screened and edited and everything. Uh, the film Borat 2, Borat 1, when it came out, was an icon in pop culture. It was a really weird show about over-the-top humor, uh, over-the-top uh, violence, sex, nudity, all of that. And it was hilarious. It's a movie that you either like or hate, but the fact that he shot another one and in secret on top of that I'm really, really surprised, especially in the world of social media, that he was able to do it. But uh, obviously, uh, he's lately been getting into politics. We had the show Who is America? And apparently, the rumors are that he's going to release this close to 
uh, election time to help young people go out and vote. So I'll be curious to see in the future how they're going to release it. Is it going to be digitally? Is it going to be in theaters? I don't know, but I think a lot of people will talk about it when it comes out. With that, you guys, we're going to take a break for news. When we get back, let's talk about technology. This is The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 W. Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. Let's get into a segment I like to call Corey's Tech Corner, where we talk about the latest and greatest in the technological world, and let's talk about phones. They have two phone stories because they're doing something uniquely different. I don't know about you, but uh, for a device that we use all the time, have we reached like perfection in its design that it's a rectangle and that all the apps are at the bottom and you can flip through and all of that? I like a little difference in my phones and in my products, and that's why I want to talk about these two phones. First, you have the Samsung Galaxy Fold, which is the foldable phone, and they finally released after a terrible launch last year. Uh, they finally released version 3, and early reviews are coming out, and it's getting rave reviews. They said, while the technology is great, the foldability is awesome, and it works perfectly, and you can have a great mix of a phone and a tablet, it doesn't really... It costs $2,000 is basically what I'm trying to say. And the reviewers are saying, look, it's not worth $2,000. It's really cool, but it's not $2,000 really cool. So hopefully the price will go down in the long run. But I think we're going to be seeing a lot more innovation in the world of foldable technology, especially with that foldable glass type product. Uh, but super cool. And the early reviews are great. I would say if you're interested in getting one, I am so interested in getting one. But that $2,000 is just way too much. But I would wait a, about a month after it releases just to make sure that all of the product that they ship out, there's no faulty issues with them. There's nothing that can go wrong. And heaven forbid we have a, a scenario again where Samsung is like, ah, yoink, never mind. We're going to release this later. Uh, the other phone I want to talk about is LG. LG is an electronics company. They have, I think I have their TV and their uh, computer monitor, but it's a great company. And they are announcing a new smartphone on September 14th, so just a couple days. And this device is fascinating. I've talked about their TV before. They designed this TV that would swivel so you can watch it like a normal TV. And then you can uh, walk up to it and turn it. Uh, 90 degrees and make it vertical and it's supposed to like copy your phone and how we all uh, integrate with your phone and with the TV and I thought it was really weird well they're doing something really unique they are introducing uh, kind of a their take on the foldable phone but this time it's a swivel phone so LG confirms that they have a new phone called the wing and it's going to be announced and fully showed off on September 14th during their event which sidebar Apple is having their big event next week too but uh, it is the most bizarre-looking phone I've ever seen. So just imagine a phone, but there's two screens, one on top of each other. And the top one you can just turn, and then all of a sudden you have a uh, horizontal screen on top of a vertical screen. It looks weird and interesting, and I'm excited about that. I'm excited about how phones are going to eventually work because i or look because i'm just tired of the same apple design you know rectangle apps go here blah 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 and everybody tries to copy it well i'm really glad that we're seeing a different variety and a different take on phones because i think we need that and i like that personally um next up xbox xbox series x xbox series x s <laughs> terrible terrible names uh have been announced so the uh the xbox series x I know is the the big one that'll cost you five nine or no four ninety nine and it will be released on November tenth. Super awesome! Next generation of consoles is here, 
But they also announced another video game console, and this one is called, and I feel bad for all parents when it comes to Christmas time. They're going to be so dang confused in regards to what they're getting their kids. But this is the 299 Xbox Series S. S, not X. X is the expensive one, and S is the cheaper one. And for 299 it's basically a... Uh, device that is the sole purpose of it is for digital there's no disk drive on it it only has like 500 gigabytes of space on the hard drive which is incredibly small uh for especially for next generation when some games take up to like 50 or 80 gigabytes of space but uh this device is specifically more tuned for streaming so you can stream your video games online and you don't have to download it on your device you can just play it via the internet it'll be interesting to see how that works my only concern is for people who don't have a good internet connection uh, and then buy this product are you gonna accidentally be like oh wait i can't play any of these games they look bad i don't know uh, i'll keep an eye on it hopefully the early reviews will come out before the official release date but it is coming out both of them november 10th and you can pre-order it starting on September 22nd, which if you want to get it for the Christmas uh, season that we're about to enter, can you believe it? Seriously, I always look at September as the beginning of Christmas season in, in stores, but uh, it's definitely one that's going to sell out fast. So if you want to get it for your kids or if you want to get it just to resell it on eBay for double the money, uh, pre-order early. You can sign up for like notifications on Amazon and the Microsoft Store. But I think the Xbox and the PlayStation 5 are going to be hard to get items this Christmas season. No word yet on PlayStation 5. Uh, they kind of have been waiting back and forth for one company to say, hey, this is our price point. So now that Xbox has announced it, we're just waiting on standby for PlayStation 5 to announce their price points too. They also have a disc drive on one of their consoles and a digital uh, drive on their other console. And I'm planning for the first time in my life not buying a disc drive. I will download all my games. It'll be interesting to see. Keeping with Xbox, I cannot talk about this enough because I love it. I'm not being paid for this. They're not paying me at all. Uh, I just really love this product and I think of the value. I don't understand how they're making money off of it. But there's the Xbox Game Pass. You can get it on the PC for your computer or you can get it on your Xbox uh 360 and xbox one you can also get a bundle where you can get both of them i just use the pc one and it is basically a subscription service where you pay i don't remember the price i think it's 9.99 a month and you have access to a boatload of games from the entire catalog of microsoft and every thursday you are given up to one to five to six new video games every week it's super cool and also when you buy that you are guaranteed that day one when a video game a new one releases that's made by microsoft so like halo day one you don't have to go out and buy that game you can just download it via this pass and that's what blows my mind because i've played several games that just came out and then i used the game pass with it and i've spent over i've saved over like video games are $60 a pop. I've saved over at least 120 two games worth and I'm making that and more with this game pass. It's really, really cool. Like I said, I'm not being paid for this. I'm just, I think people need to be aware of it. I think Microsoft is trying to push a subscription service and it just got a whole lot bigger, which is why I'm bringing it up. And uh, Xbox announced this week they are working with EA, which is a huge, huge video game company known for The Sims, Mass Effect, and FIFA. And they are going to add EA's Play subscription service to theirs for no cost. So 
EA, the developer behind a bunch of video games, said, hey, we're going to have our own subscription-based plan. You buy it, you can play all of our old games as long as you want, you can get our new games, and yada, 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 everybody keeps moving. Well, I don't know how they did it, but Xbox was like, hey, you want to partner up with us, and if we, if you subscribe to our Game Pass, you get access to all these games. So it just keeps getting bigger and bigger, and I just am blown away, but if you are a person who likes to play video games and... Uh, is on a budget. This is one of the best ways to keep up to date to find some really unique indie games. And I can't recommend it enough. It's the Xbox Game Pass. Really, really cool. Uh, so with that, you guys, we're going to take a break because when we get back, I got the top five list of the week. We got uh, Rick Moranis. I know we have uh, trailers. We have viral videos, a whole bunch of stuff. This is the Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3. Double. Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. The Geek Show is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook, Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. And yes, I know I am in tears, too. It's the last part of the show. But we'll end the show, as we always do, with one of my favorite segments where we do the top five list of the week. These are the five most important pieces of audio that came out since the last Geek Show that I think you should be aware of. And we got some viral clips. We have uh, trailers. And then this last one, I was like, What? Yeah, stick around for that one. But where do we start in the top five list? Number five. Number five goes to a video that I think perfectly explains my frustration with the uh, Star Wars, was it Rise of the Skywalker? And why I was really disappointed in this movie. So Josh Gad, who plays a bunch of characters in Disney, has a talk show. And during it, he was talking to Daisy, Daisy Ridley, who is the uh, main character from the newest batch of Star Wars films. And he was talking about Ray's parents. And spoiler alert, if you haven't seen any of the new Star Wars movies, take a step back now because I'm going to talk about it. I follow the rule of after a year, it's okay to talk about it and bring spoilers. Uh, but Daisy Ridley is uh, Emperor Palpatine's daughter. And that was a big twist and something that I didn't really like at all. I thought it was really out of place. And in talking with Josh Gad, she talks about if she knew ahead of time what the blood relation was. And I'll explain it a bit more after this. You Have you been keeping Ray's secret from the beginning? Did you know about the parentage? Like, uh, tell me about that, that journey of when you found out. No. At the beginning, there was toying with like an Obi-Wan connection. And then um, it really went, there were like, different versions and then it really went to that she was no one and then it came to episode nine and jj pitched me the film and was like oh yeah palpatine's granddaddy and i was like awesome and then two weeks later he was like oh we're not sure so it kept changing so then even i was filming and i wasn't sure what the answer was going to be yeah and i think that it perfectly explains the movie the movie was clearly rushed there was an original script that was written by the director of the last jedi and because of how just the fans hated it, basically, and because of that hatred by the fans, they're like, oh, no, we got to redo this and fix all the mistakes that were made. And that's kind of what happened in the movie. But you have to understand when it comes to filmmaking, you need a solid script before you go into filming. Yes, of course, there's always exceptions, but uh, Disney is known for pumping out movies and saying this is the release date. We're going to do it no matter what. And things change, obviously, in the filming. But. It just seems like they didn't really have their uh, whole mindset on where they needed to be 
with that movie. And that's the last I hope to ever talk about Star Wars until the next movie. But uh, I thought it was a very interesting look inside the filmmaking process with that movie. Very controversial movie. Number four. Number four. Number four goes to a clip of a show or a movie that is out on, it's in theaters, I believe, right now. I don't think you can watch it digitally, but it's made by Amazon, so eventually it will be on Amazon Prime. But it's getting rave reviews, and I think this might be one of the early contenders for best film and best acting. This is a clip from One Night in Miami. It is the story about what happens when Muhammad Ali, Malcolm X, Jim Brown, and Sam Cooke find themselves in the same room and they just sit, talk, and drink. Why am I so pretty? Oh. <laughs> and I'm only 22 years old. There is no way I'm supposed to be this great. Look, Alexander the Great conquered the whole world at the age of 30, and yeah. I conquered the world of boxing at 22 <laughs> without sustaining so much as a scratch. That's right. There he goes. You do the math. All right. When, when is this party going down? Yeah, that's a good question. What's on the agenda, Malcolm? Well, I thought this would be a wonderful chance for us to reflect on what's happened tonight. Like our young brother said, there's no denying that greater forces were at work. You mean... No one else is coming? Well, rest assured, my brother, you're not missing anything. Yeah, so that was One Night in Miami. It looks really good, like a really fascinating conversation between all of these icons. And yeah, it's, it's out in theaters now. It's eventually going to come out uh, digitally. I don't know when. There was no official release date yet, but the early reviews are great. So if you like to keep an eye on uh, what the big... Hollywood uh, Oscar movies will be. That's definitely one you should keep an eye on. Number three. Number three. Number three goes to a trailer for a movie that I am incredibly conflicted with because at parts it looks great and at other times it looks terrible. This is the comeback trial. Look, I got a scam. What do you mean a scam? We make it look like we're actually going to be putting together a movie. We heavily insured a star who'll do his own stunts. You're Duke Montana? Yeah, that's Duke Montana. What are you doing, Duke Montana? Come on, Daily Game. Russian roulette. You are perfect for this particular part. Yeah, so that is the trailer for The Comeback Trial. It stars Robert De Niro, Morgan Freeman, and Tommy Lee Jones. And it's about Robert De Niro's character is a producer who uh, got in hard with a loan shark and now needs to pay the money back. And he comes up with the scheme of if you have an actor who's absolutely crazy that will die on set by them doing some stupid stunt or something and then put a bunch of insurance money on that guy that they'll be able to make the money back and call it a day. And obviously it spins out from there. The trailer is interesting because it starts out very interesting and looks super serious and then it turns into a comedy and then it relies on too much of the just typical old person humor that I'm really tired of movies of doing like, Oh, I'm an old person. I can't figure out this technology. Like now most people know how to work technology. So it's coming out on November 13th. And that one, I'm just, I'm on the edge on that one. If it will be good or bad, I don't know. I'm, I'm probably going to pass on that one, but that is the comeback trial. Number two. Number two. All right, here we go. James Bond is back, and they released a new trailer. A little too long. Shows a lot about the movie, but we'll have to wait and see. This is No Time to Die. James Bond. We both eradicate people to make the world a better place. I just want to be a little tidier. 
Yeah, so we've talked about James Bond before. It was originally going to come out in March of this year, and then COVID happened, and then it kind of went into the mystery land of movies where we don't know what's going to happen until they say something. Well, they're going to release it later this year in November, and they're finally putting it all the stuff out there. They launched this new trailer that is their attempt at remarketing this movie out there. They've already spent a stupid amount of money in marketing, and I'll be curious to see in the long run if they'll be able to make up all of that money and if it will be a hit or not. Obviously, we've talked about um, Tenet, which is the Christopher Nolan film, did okay out in the box office when it came out. But uh, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see how the movie industry will change in the next couple months, because I think we're going to see a shift in things. But yeah, that is the new James Bond film. Super excited. Comes out in November. Here's number one. Number one. Okay, I had to put this at number one because... I am a 90s kid, and with that comes great 90s movies. And if there is one actor who I would like define as a 90s uh, actor, it's Rick Moranis. And we have not seen this dude in forever. He took a break, a hiatus from acting. I think he it was way back when he made a boatload of money off of the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids series and Ghostbusters. And he's like, I'm going to go take care of my kids and call it a day. Well, leave it to Ryan Reynolds, who is just fascinating and beyond great in social media and how to get hype. And uh, while Ryan Reynolds did a commercial for Mint Mobile talking about their new Unlimited for just $30 uh, a year or a month, and he brought back Rick Moranis. Why? Just because he's Rick Moranis. And because of it, I mean, Rick Moranis, I'll play the clip here in a second, barely says anything. And it became the number one thing trending on Twitter, on Reddit, on all social media. I mean, it's insane. So I will never have any interest in looking into Mint Mobile, not something I'm interested in. But the fact that he got Rick Moranis on there, hey, I just watched a 30-second commercial because Rick Moranis showed up. This is uh, Ryan Reynolds talking about Mint Mobile, and hey, it's Rick Moranis. It's hard to believe that Mint Mobile has gone so long without an unlimited plan. So to introduce it, we brought in an actor we've all gone too long without, Rick Moranis. So what do you want me to do? You want me to say something about Mint? Uh, no, that would have been smart. But uh, no, it's thirty dollars. It's unlimited. It'll do just fine. Sounds good. I really got to get a phone. So why am I here? I'm just it's a huge fan. Oh, stop it! Come on, no, stop! Seriously, it. massive. That's it. That's it. See ya. Hi, Rick Moranis. Yeah, it's simple, it's clean, it's just, it's perfect. And it blew up on the internet because it's Ryan Reynolds, who does fantastic work in social media, and it's Rick Moranis. So I give him huge props. Literally, the guy just walked in, just said a couple things, and walked away. Uh, I think we'll be seeing a little bit more of him coming in the future. Uh, rumors are that he's going to make an appearance in the new Ghostbusters film and that he's going to be working with uh, Disney and Disney Plus on working on a new Honey, I Shrunk the Kids or Parents movie or TV series. But we'll have to wait and see on that. Really, really cool. I give huge props to the dude. The dude's been gone for years. He's looking pretty good for his age. So so super cool that we got to see him again, and I think we'll be seeing more of him in the future. And with that, you guys, that is it. That is the Geek Show for the week. I hope you all have a fantastic weekend. As always, do something good. Do something great. Remember to watch out for our fellow geeks back. It is a uh, interesting world we're in right now, and we got to remind each other that, hey, you know what? We're all in this together. We're all just loving the same things, video games, movies, TV shows. It doesn't matter. Follow your passions. Do something good. Do something great. 
I try to end on a happy note. Uh, with that, you guys have a fantastic weekend. This is the Geek Show on fourteen seventy and one hundred point three W.